0: Good morning. Morning,
1: Morning, everyone. (laughs) What a day. (laughs) Why are you staring at me? Because you're staring at me. (laughs) No, you're not. You're looking at me.
0: And your $3 shirt. It's beautiful. Isn't it a
1: beautiful shirt for $3?
0: It is. It is. Did you iron it? No. Why
1: not? Because it's mostly polyester. There you go. There you go. We were walking through Walmart and I was like, "Oh, hey, that looks not bad. Hey, it's 10 bucks. Eh, fine." And I get to the register, it was $3. I'm like, "I can throw this thing away and it's still worth it." Right? So, yeah. How about your shirt? Did you iron yours?
0: It's Costco, it's flannel. It will never be ironed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how w- how was your week? How was your your play last night?
0: It was great. I am so tired. I'm so tired. So you guys are going to hear my voice crack. It's going to be uh, all day. And we just rec- pre-recorded next week's service, and like it's only going to go downhill. <laughs> yeah, but I had a great time. Uh, it was more enjoyable than I thought it would be, but three or four hours of rehearsal a night, in addition to day job and soccer started this week, and I'm a coach.
1: You're a busy man.
0: It was, it was a lot. It was a lot. So, uh, But very rewarding, and uh, today is a day of rest until my wife tells me that we're cleaning the house. So, <laughs> Which is going to happen. It's a thing. It's a thing. It's a thing. Yeah.
1: Because she hasn't been doing practices all night, all week.
0: No, because our house needs to be cleaned. Every other week, I'm in charge of bathrooms.
1: Oh, I am. My boys are, I do our bathrooms every week. Right. And Jack goes, actually, I think Dawson's primarily doing it and Jack does other things. So, yeah, they've been doing it since they were little. They're really good at that.
0: Kathy, do they do a decent job? Yeah. All right. <laughs> All
1: right. So thanks for coming today. A couple of things. Um, we do have some announcements. Right. I believe We do. Church chat after church today. It'll be brief, talking about the the nomination for elder. Um, Will happen probably a couple minutes. We'll just allow people to have a little bit of a bathroom break, and then we'll come in. I think maybe five minutes at most. Um, Zoom church chat about the same thing um, on the 9th um, at 7 p.m. That's an interesting day. That may need to get changed. We have an appointment that night. Um, I started the gym. Okay, and that's my check-in with my trainers that day. So,
0: I just want to affirm you for that resolve and follow-through. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm not even being facetious. I know
1: it's weird. Uh huh. <laughs> All right, church business meeting the 12th, um, and with a potluck. The potluck. We haven't done a. I don't know how long has it been since we've done a potluck. Last a week.
0: Of, last week.
1: No, no, no. I mean, as a part of a business meeting, a long time. But I think you know one of the things we really want to work on this year. Um, is is connecting because we got a little disconnected over the last year and a half, and so we're trying to you know let's get together and connect with people more. And so we're going to have a potluck, um, and then we'll do some just some some basic stuff with the with the, with the with the church with the business meeting. Not a lot of stuff, but a few things. And is that all of them? Small groups. We're going to be doing some small groups. Um, they're for a specific set of time. I think it's thirteen weeks, just basically the fall. And it'll be on topics that you're interested in. I think there'll probably be a crafting one. There'll probably be a golf one. Maybe there'll be a board game one. We'll just do some things that you guys are interested in, and it's for you guys just to hang out. Maybe we'll do a walking one. I don't know what it'll be. But if you're interested in, in a topic uh, that you would like to get together with a couple of people like once a month, once a, once a week, let us know because we really want to try and help people connect. And, uh, and we're going to be talking more about that at the business
0: meeting. Can I, can I add something to that? Yeah. You know uh, – We have a group that gets together, but every other week, right? Basically,
1: a board game, basically. Yeah,
0: and over the, you know, of course, the pandemic when we put that on pause, it did feel disconnected, because a lot of it is that first half hour or so when you're just talking, when you're just getting to know each other, when you're checking in on life. uh, You know, you're did you you watch that show and you know, and then you get down to the business of whatever your small group is. But that mo- those moments there where you connect and you learn about each other's lives and your families and how things are going, man, that is so precious.
1: Yeah, Don't underestimate it. We all need it. Um, I think that's all the announcements, right? Is that all the announcements? Okay, it is. Okay, well, let's take a moment, let's pray, and I'm so glad you guys are here. We're going to be today's topic is, is assurance of victory. I don't want you to go through life feeling defeated. And I know sometimes we can feel defeated because of things that are happening in the world, in your own personal life, that, you know, sometimes it even rises to the level of feeling hopeless. I don't want you to feel that way because there's no reason to feel that way in Jesus. Everything that you're struggling with, all those hard things, you have victory. You may not experience it yet, but one day you will. And I want us to live in victory in the sense that there is there's that 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 success over those things it's coming all right that's what we're going to be talking about today let's pray jesus thank you for the for, for for your love for us so much father thank you father the most high, most high god we ask that you would be with us today we, we we come together in jesus name that is we come in the authority the power the the righteousness of him Knowing that, that the reason you get to you hear us is because of what He's done for us. We stand in that as we come before you. Clean, forgiven, not because of our own goodness today. Because Lord, you know that if we came in, in into this this place, and we came into before your throne on on the basis of our lives, we would not be listened to. Oh, but we come in Jesus' name. So thank you. Now, Jesus, as we think about this, move in our hearts that we might glorify you and that you might glorify your Father. We pray this in his name. Amen.
0: And, Father, to build on that, that, that this morning that we are ever more aware of the blessings around us the sounds that we hear what they represent little things if you just stop there's nothing truly silent we we hear these blessings coming to us that we would just be so sensitive to them that we can't help but shout out and glorify who you are and that I I would shout your name, honor, and respect. Go ahead and take a seat. We'll pray. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Father, thank you for being so close to us. Thank you for knowing our hearts and loving us anyway. Thank you that we don't have to hide from you. That we don't have to live our lives in shame. That somehow you love us to the extent that you would forgive what human eyes, human law, human (laughs) judgment would say is unforgivable. That even your children who love you might reject somebody, and yet that person, regardless of the burden of their sin, if they cry out your name, I believe, I believe your son, then you wipe that slate clean. Scandalous. And thank you. Thank you for being beyond our limited perspective. We didn't get to rehearse the (laughs) the service because we recorded the other one. All right. Well, I feel really good about that prayer. Thanks. (laughs) And uh, for those of you who haven't been here before, this is the flaws you get to see every Sunday.
1: And uh, am I on now? Yep, good. I don't want you to go through life defeated. Sometimes people feel that way. That, that the mountains in their lives are too big. That it's just not possible. Or, or maybe it's not your own personal life. Maybe you look out into the world and you think, the world is too crazy. Evil seems to win. It's not going to. As I said when I was a to to my boys, <clears throat> this is this is letting a little bit of, into their lives. When they were little, probably about four, five, they did not like any story that had a bad guy. Any story. Do you know how hard it is to find a story with a bat without a bad guy? It is really hard. About the only one was Winnie the Pooh. Because there's no bad guy, it's the storm, right? Everybody else, but I but I said it to them at the time. And I, I, I hope it helped. I think it helped. Is if there's a if the if it looks like the bad guy wins, the story is never over. Not in the world. Maybe, maybe the book ends or the, or the or the movie ends, but that's not the end of the story. Evil never wins, whether it's personal struggles or out in the world. Jesus wins. What I want you to go through through today is I don't want you to go through life defeated. You may lose some battles in life, and there are things to lament, but the war is won. But the war is already won. And you've already won. Again, you may lose some battles, but you still have won. Now, to do this, what I want to do, I'm gonna, we're going to ask some questions. And, I know, and, and, and we're going to end up with how should we react to this. And I want to tell you th- to think about it is, is I, I need to talk very briefly about feelings. Feelings, as I've said a couple of times in the last couple of weeks, they are great indicators of what's happening in your own heart. They are very, very good at explaining, telling you what you think about the world. How you're reacting, because that's all a feeling is—is is a reaction to how you see something. Like if you see things are, 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 are that, that things are out of control, or they're not getting done, or something like I did in the last 24 hours, then I get really, then you get really kind of anxious. You might get even angry, but I didn't. But I got got ang- anxious, right? That's what a feeling is. I mean, two people could see a snake. One of them, it is the hideous, most horrible thing in the world. Another person is like, "Ooh, that's cool. Can I can I touch it? Can I pick it up?" It depends on how you see it. Two different emotions: one, joy and excitement, and another one is terror. What's the difference? It's how you see it. And so, what we got to do is we got to see our own lives and we got to see our own world through a different lens. If you're struggling with feeling defeated. You got to see differently. You got to think differently. Okay? So we're going to start with this. When I'm talking about victory, victory over what? Now, some might just think it's victory over sin, but I, it, it's bigger than that. It's victory over things like COVID, over racism, drug abuse, sexual abuse, violence. Things out in the world like that. But it's also things like shame. And your own sin. It's over things like cancer. And Alzheimer's. It's victory over. Spiritual darkness. And the powers of darkness. It's over what. What, what the Bible, in general, uses the phrase, uses the term, death. All the stuff that's not right in the world, and all the pain and suffering and sorrow that goes with it. Whether it's out there in the world, and we look at the world, and we're talking about lies, and we're talking about corruption in governments, and we're talking about, about abuse, and all that sort of stuff, but also in just in your own personal life. what are you? And so let me start with this question. Is What do you need victory in? What are you struggling with that you feel like you've defeated it over? I mean, it might be as simple as weight. Your body isn't what you want it to be. And I realize that might seem trite, but that's a part of the victory is your body once one day will be what, it, what it's supposed to be. Victory. Over all of that. That's what I'm talking about. And you have victory. Victory over what? Death and all its forms. The next question, though, is who gets victory? Who is victorious? And that's a little bit of a trick question. Because in a sense, it's not you. In another sense, it's Jesus is the victor. He has won. He is not might win. He has already won. And we, though, get to share in his victory through our faith. There's a little bit of a distinction there. I'm saying that it's not us in the sense it's not something that we get to achieve by our own hard work. The world will not get fixed because we elect better better, better politicians or we do all the social justice stuff. I mean, that's, some of this stuff is not a bad thing, but the point is, is don't, don't put your hope in that. The hope is Jesus has already won. And let's look at that. John 16. Jesus says, I have told you these things so that you may have peace. Remember that word, peace. In this world, you will have trouble. Remember that. But take heart. Why? Because I've already conquered. I have already become victorious over all of the world. And the world in this, in, in this gospel is the sense of everything that's darkness, all that death, all the things that's not okay. I have overcome it, Jesus says. I have won. I've won. Or another one is for this. Maybe you just need to hear this in your own life. Dear children, you are from God. You have overcome all the darkness, all the Why? Because the one who is in you, through your faith, is greater than he who's in the world. You win because he's in you through faith. You've already won, and you win because as, as, well. Let's see how did he win, right here. Because you were, you were. Jesus won when he when when we were dead in our transgressions and sins, when we were a sinner, um, in the uncircumcision of our flesh. God made you alive with Christ. He forgave your sins, having canceled the charge against our legal indebtedness, which stood against us, condemned us. He has taken it away. So all of your sin, all the stuff that is bad in your life, and therefore in the world, he has condemned it on the cross. Whoops! By nailing it to the cross. Oh, and I don't have the next verse, so I'll just simply say it. And he made a public spectacle of the darkness when he rose from the dead. He won. And so, therefore, as we go to Second, 1 Corinthians, one of these days, when this perishable body, we all know we, we bodies die and it, it perishes, one day it will be put on the imperishable that, that won't corrupt, won't die. The mortal will put on immortality. Then the saying that is written will come true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, death, where is your victory? The sting... Of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through Jesus. One of the things I just need you to hear to begin with is you have already won. Now you may not feel like you've won, but you have, because you've been united with Jesus. Because His death is your death, your His resurrection will be yours. You've won. I know you feel like you're struggling with 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 things in your own life that you're, you know, maybe it's physical stuff, maybe it's a mental stuff, maybe it's shame, maybe it's maybe it's some habit you just can't seem to get. Maybe it just hurts in your own life because you've been beat up so much because people have been mean to you and horrible to you, and you're it's just you know something's not right with you. You know things aren't right in the world. What I'm saying is the victory's won. Through Jesus. And what is that victory going to look like? Now and then. Well, then is actually easier. One of these days, this is what's going to happen. You will live in the presence of God, and it'll look like this. Psalm 16. I, I say this verse all the time. One of these days, people are going to start memorizing it. This is eternal life. This is what your eternity is going to be like. You make known to me the path of life. You fill me with joy in your presence. At your e- at your eternal presence, pres- pleasures are at your right hand. You, your experience, when you finally experience the full victory that you already have, it'll look like this. Or to say it another way here is in Revelation 20, one four. another one that I say all the time. He will wipe away every tear. There will be no more death, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain for the old order has passed away. The world, in all its ways, does stuff. It's gone. Things will be right. That's the victory. Personally, you're like, yeah, that's nice outside, but what about me? How about this? We know that when Jesus appears, we're going to be like him. So, whether that's physically, you, you, you'll get restored to how you should be. Maybe it's hurts that need to be healed. Maybe it's shame that need to go away. Maybe it's addictions that need to be removed. Maybe it's just a grief that just doesn't seem to go away or a sadness that just never seems to go away. All of that, maybe it's a sin that you struggle with over and over and over, and you're like, God, I want to get this. I want victory over this. You will get it this day. When Jesus appears, that it's done. That's what then looks like. And it's sure. It's as sure as the resurrection. We're going to talk about that in a moment. That's what then is. But we don't live then now, right now, do we? We live right now. What is now like? Now we live with this treasure, this joy that's coming, but it's in like jars of clay, broken, cracked pots, or crack pots, right? <laughs> broken, fragile. There's a song we sing, sing, and maybe I should have sang it today. Um, be careful with, with me, because the man underneath these chains is frail and fragile. You know, a lot of times we put out a tough exterior, don't we? But really, underneath of it. We're, we're, we hurt a lot, and so we pretend that nope, I'm a tough person. Most tough people are really just big teddy bears inside. That with, with you know they're they they they're, they're like M and M's, hard outer shell, soft squishy on the inside. Right? Now, if you're not, then you're almost a psychopath, right? <laughs> if you're hard all the way through, here's a problem. But for most of us, we've buried that soft side because we've been hurt so much. We're cracked pots. But inside that, we've got the power of God working on us. Why? Because this kinds of stuff, this is what life is. We're hard-pressed on every side. We are crushed. We're perplexed, but we don't despair. We're persecuted. People are treating us mean. We're abandoned sometimes, right? We're struck down, but we're not destroyed. We always carry around the death of Jesus in our body so that the life of Jesus may be revealed in our body. Yeah. We always, we who are alive now are being given over to death for Jesus' sake, that the life, his life may be revealed. See, this is what life is now. It's not easy, is it? Or he says, as he continues on in chapter five here, we know that this earthly tent, speaking of his body, we live, when it's it. We live, it is destroyed. We have an eternal building from God, an eternal house in heaven, not built by human hands. That's where we're going, right? But meanwhile, we groan. Doesn't life feel gro- like it's just groaning? even if the even if the groan is when you get up in the morning and you ache. Okay? Because when we are clothed, we are not found naked. But while we are in this tent, this life right now, we are groaned, we are burdened because we do not wish to be unclothed, but we've been clothed instead with our heavenly bodies. But we have the Holy Spirit in us guaranteeing the victory, what's coming. But right now, it's not easy. God has never promised you an easy life here. It's not easy. I know some of it, there are preachers that will tell you that God wants you to have a great life right now with everything good and money and blah, 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 blah. That's not, that's not biblical. Did Jesus have that? Well, no. Or as he puts it in 1 Peter. Through our faith, we are being shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation, that victory that's coming, right? Ready for you. It's ready. It's waiting. It's already there. It's going to come. It's going to get revealed in the last time. But in all of this, you, re- you rejoice. There's that word again on how we should be responding. But for now, we have to suffer grief. The now of how that victory looks is it doesn't look like victory today. It doesn't. Or to use an analogy, we're on Friday night, Saturday. Sunday's coming, where the resurrection comes, that's the day of victory. But today, in this day, in this life, right here and now, we're on Friday night where it looks like evil winds and pain and sorrow and suffering. But this is what it is. It's a short time. These things have come, these trials, are, so that the proven genuineness of your faith, which is far greater than gold. so you don't need gold. You need your faith. Which perishes, gold perishes, though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor to you when Jesus Christ is revealed. That's what life is now. Or another one, to give you more, maybe a more graphic image, that's Revelation 12. It's talking about the now, that there was a war in heaven, and Michael and his angels fighting against the dragon, Satan. And the dragon and his angels fought back. There was a war, either right after Jesus was born or after the resurrection, somewhere in that, and, and, and Satan was removed from, 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 from heaven. He was, he, was no, he was defeated, and there was no longer any place there for him. Why? The dragon was thrown down, the ancient serpent, who is called the devil and the Satan, the deceiver of the world. He was thrown down to the earth. Now listen to the explanation. And he heard, and there was a loud voice in heaven. Now the salvation, the power, and the kingdom of God and the authority of his Christ have come. Why? Because the accuser of the brothers have been thrown down, who accuses them day and night. He's defeated because there's nothing to accuse you of anymore. That's what the gospel says. All your sin and all the things that the devil might have a reason to say you're a bad person, you deserve to go to hell. All of that accusation, there's no no basis for it anymore. He lost his job on the cross because the sin is paid for. The devil, devil would go and say, Brian deserves to be condemned because of that sin. And the father would look at the son and says, no, that sin was already paid for. Never mind. You have no accusation. The charges are dismissed because the, charges are, because the sentence of the penalty of that sin has already been paid. There's no joy. There's, no, there's, no, there's nothing else to do. So what does the devil do because of that? We should rejoice. There's that word again. You heavens, rejoice in them. Why? But woe to the earth. Why? Because the devil has gone down to you, he is filled with fury because he knows his time is short. Listen, the world is the way it is. There's so much darkness. There's so much accusations against you. All of that's happening. Why? Because Satan is already dead. He's finished. He knows it, and he knows he doesn't have much time. So all he can do is make your life miserable now and take as many of you with him. That's why The world is the way it is. The time is short. And he wants to make you as miserable as he can now. Because he knows once Jesus comes back, he's done and you are in the victory land. That's the the now. That's the now. So how should you react to all this? we saw that word several times coming back to John 4 you know this is true you have won remember I said John 16 these things I tell you that you may have peace I want you to have peace that whatever is happening in the world whatever is happening in your personal life in the end you've already won or the ones that we've said so many times as I pointed out multiple times you should have some joy. Yeah, it's hard now, but the day is coming. You should have joy now. You should have peace now. You should have this sense of it's going to be okay. Oh, God, increase our faith to believe that. Don't go around defeated. Don't go around with this sense of it's that we're not going to win. That, that that we're going to be struggling with this over all of our days there. you should have peace you should have hope and one more thing that one I was I had just read about the that but thanks be to God who gives us the victory of Jesus Christ the next verse is this therefore my brothers be steadfast be immovable always abounding in the work of the lord knowing that your labor isn't in vain. Knowing what the that the victory is won should motivate you to serve Jesus, because you know if that's where if that's where things are headed. Work for that day, because that day's the eternal day. This stuff doesn't mean you don't work hard. Doesn't mean mean you make money. Doesn't mean that you don't make friends just employ those for the for eternal reasons be, inter- be be steadfast don't give up on things don't give up on trying to be to, to preach the gospel to people this is, should be your reactions joy peace hope cuz you've already won if you don't feel like it let's pray Lord Jesus, thank you so much for for the fact that you have won and we get to share in that. Lord, I want to pray for myself and those in this room and who hear us, that in those moments where we feel like life is hopeless, when we feel like like we're defeated and that the world is not going to get any better, That you would lift up our eyes and help us to believe that the victory is secured. Even if today doesn't look like it. Help us. In Christ's name, amen. We're going to prepare our hearts for communion. And I wanted to to say this to get our mind thinking about this. There are two touch points for why you can be assured of victory. One is the fact that Jesus isn't dead. There is lots of evidence, empirical, real-life evidence, that Jesus rose from the dead. And if he rose from the dead, then then the victory is done. The other one is communion because that's a real moment where you can feel and you, it's just tangible you're you're taking the victory you're remembering that it's a physical thing it's not just an idea it's something you will actually experience one day and every time you take communion you're 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 remembering that Jesus isn't dead the victory is won and by my faith in him I get to share in it that the moment today might be the sacrifice and the pain ah but the resurrection's coming so when you come to come take this take communion take some time to think about saying to Jesus these are the things I'm struggling with thank you for the victory that's coming just take a moment and think about that. On the night that he was betrayed, see, there's the today. He took the cup and the bread. He, said, he took the bread and says, this is my body given for you. On the same way after supper, he said, this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for the forgiveness of sins. It is on the basis of Jesus' death and, and righteousness that you are right with God. You have, You are holy. You are clean. You are forgiven. You have the hope of one day being in the presence of God, and that is utterly secured for you, not because of what you are, but because of who he is. So come to the table and trust him for the victories that you will one day experience because you have faith in him, and then we'll share it together. body and blood of Christ given for you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that we have victory in you. Thank you the shame and the heartache and the sin that we struggle with so much that that day of victory is coming because we want it so bad. Again. Help us to trust you, that you've already won for us. In Jesus' name, Amen. We're gonna sing one last song. Um, it's, uh, it's when I woke up singing, <laughs> and uh, yeah, victory in Jesus. Let's stand for this song. Know your heart. Don't let the world. Don't let the Satan tell you otherwise. Just trust Jesus. May God bless you this week. Take care.